So we've never done this before uh, between us, but I thought this news was big enough to go back after we finished recording, after it finished like mixing down and everything, just to do a cold open for reaction. Normally this would go in the outside the ring news. Yeah, and I have no idea what Brandon is about to tell me. Brandon knows, apparently Chris does. I have no idea. Just wanted to get a reaction. Um, what what do you think it could be? Well, you already told me that, look, like, thankfully, there is no death in professional wrestling. So I'm happy about that. Um, the only other thing that I could think of is either someone got signed Someone got released, or someone is coming back. And what and of those, which do you hope it would be the most? I'm gonna hope that it isn't someone coming back, because I would hope that that would be like more of a surprise. You know, like if CM Punk came back, it would be a surpri- uh, surprise appearance, okay. as opposed to something that they announce. Uh, I. Let's see. Signing or released? I hope that it... Huh. I guess it could be a sign-in. I would see it being a signing more than a release, because if it's a release, you, you we usually never do this. So this has to be a really big signing. And did, who, they sign, did they sign Dixie Carter? <laughs> no. Oh. If if it was a signing, who would you want? Who who do you think this big signing would be that would make the news worldwide trending? Everything on Twitter that Hulk Hogan's coming back, but that would be a return. Is it someone that has never been in the company before? I don't know. I'm not giving you clues. Oh, I'm just not... asking you. Wow, this is okay. Um, <laughs> who's big? In... So someone that's big enough. To sign with a company that it would be trending worldwide. Um, I would assume that it's someone not in professional wrestling, and that it probably would be uh, an athlete, like an athletic figure in the M- MLB, NFL, something like that. Uh, did or, Donald or, Trump sign on to a Legends deal? Or MMA, or UFC, or NBA. Did, did Donald Trump sign on to a Legends deal? No. The okay. President of the United States has nothing to do with this. Yes, President Trump. Um, so you said UFC, MMA. Uh, oh, wait. Conor McGregor, maybe. Maybe <laughs> Conor McGregor. Which, no. that would be really interesting that, well... Huh. Okay, I'm intrigued. Do you want the news? Read the news. Read it from start to finish. Brock Lesnar's very first title defense for the Universal Championship was announced. And what's the date and all that? The date is July 9th. In Which da- is? In Dallas, Texas at the American Airlines Center. It's a pay-per-view. Dallas, Texas, pay-per-view. Okay. Very first Universal Championship title defense, three months without defending it. Which, hold on, hold on. First off, before you tell me anything, even this, if this is Conor McGregor, I am so going to be furious for the fact that his title defense after three months is against someone that is not on the roster. That it's going to be that 
for we have all these people that do deserve it, and they're going to be bypassed by this one person. But well, is it Brock Lesnar versus Conor McGregor? Well, Keep it going. Remember how there was rumors that WWE would be bringing back the pay per view Bad Blood. Yes, that would have taken place on July the ninth. Mm-hmm. It's not called Bad Blood. Okay. <laughs> and that is the reason why you are why we're doing this is because the WWE wait wait wait, wait. so the big news is not who his opponent is but the no, pay-per-view name the pay-per-view that Brock Lesnar after three months of not defending the title very first brand new pay-per-view will be called WWE Great Balls of Fire Great balls of fire. <laughs> Who could great balls of fire? Hold on. And I thought that was big enough to do this because <laughs> that is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Wait, 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 wait. So the big news is that the pay-per-view is titled WWE Great Balls Great Balls of Fire? Yes. Wow. That is a total letdown. Great balls of fire. There's, Who? There's like pro. Like I thought it was a joke at first, but like there's promos for it. Are everything. you sure this isn't like this isn't kayfabe news? No, no. WWE American Airlines Center posted it, and and great I mean, balls WWE, of fire. Yeah, they're yeah. That's what is it, it going to be like based off of the game Crossfire? Is Crossfire uh, sponsoring this? I have no idea what Crossfire is. You definitely do. They sponsored a, I think, in your house before. But, wow, that's great balls of fire. It's like, is it, I mean, currently it is the, possibly the dumbest pay-per-view title I've ever heard of. Yeah. But like, huh, I mean. Great balls of fire. Yeah. Why, I don't know why they would go with that. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I don't know either. They didn't announce who Brock Lesnar will be facing, but he's going to be facing somebody, and I don't know if there's going to be a theme to this pay-per-view. Wow. You got me on Skype to record this, and <laughs> it's over an awful pay-per-view name. Yeah. It's not someone that's signed. It's not someone released. It's an awful pay-per-view name. Because I, I did not want to wait till next week to to not get a genuine reaction. I, I like, I mean, the build-up was good, I thought. Yeah, no, the build-up was great, <laughs> but the disappointment is... You're like, my worse. God, Conor McGregor, and you're like, my God, CM Punk, Hulk Hogan. And then you're like, yeah, great but... balls of fire. Yeah. Huh. Do you think, like, will Jerry, will Jerry Lee Lewis sue? That's... You know what? One could only hope that that's the reason why they canceled this pay-per-view name. Yeah, so... I don't Great balls of fire. Maybe they didn't do bad blood because it had the word blood in it? I... Maybe? But even... But, but this one has balls in it? <laughs> I mean, right? Daniel Bryan, every almost every episode of Talking Smack, all he says is balls, so... But, Great like... Balls of fire. Yeah. Maybe Kane's returning? I don't know. 
That's what I thought when you told me Great Balls of Fire. I thought maybe it was Kane versus Lesnar, which I would understand and I would hate. Maybe we're going to see a death match? Maybe in the return of an Inferno match? Like maybe a Fireball match? Maybe the event sponsored by Fireball? Maybe, but... but Wow, uh, this is, I think this is the worst thing that happened to me today. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this is definitely the worst thing that happened to me today. Yeah, yeah. well, thank you. So please, please enjoy episode number 325, as you'll hear me say it, or Dave say it. I forget who opened. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so enjoy. This is... Marking out Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans We marking out y'all Follow on Twitter Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans We marking out y'all Marking out Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans We marking out y'all Spread it like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans We marking out y'all We marking out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out, episode 325. We're going to give you some pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Trying to do this really quickly. Check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. I already said that, but buy a t-shirt. MarkingOut.com, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking me. How are you doing? <laughs> doing very well. Thanks for asking me. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. No, but I'm doing I'm doing awesome as always myself. Uh, how, was your, how was your week? I was really, really good. Nothing really too much happened. We, How we, was yours? We, we broke that gimmick. We're done with that. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we're done with the fast talking. Because <laughs> fast talking only gets you so far. In life. I didn't, didn't need to say in life, but <laughs> in, in general. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I wanted to add that into there. I almost said it, so I thought it. You said it. <laughs> well, there you go. That's why we do a podcast together. Yeah. Uh, online listening experience to some. Experiences to some. To some people yeah. out there. But, uh, yeah, so my week was good. Last week, last you heard from me, I was on my way out. Well, last the listeners heard from me, I was on my way out to a surprise birthday party. Now, was it really a surprise? A hundred percent. My brother got scared. He did not know. He did not. He didn't even expect it at all. Well, that's a good thing. Did you get him anything? No. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you end up dressing up? I, I was the only person there wearing a Mexican themed shirt. What shirt did you wear? I, I went with a Lucha Dragons t shirt. Nice. Uh, and and when you got there, well, when I first got there, I helped set up and everything. So, um, they were like, "Oh, you're gonna need to wear this little hat and a mustache for when you do the surprise stuff and a necklace." Like everyone was had to wear a fiesta necklace. And a little, like, sombrero hat. I looked like Kurt Angle with the mini cowboy hat on. I was going to say, who do they think you were, Kurt yeah, Angle? Yeah, that's what I... I, it's, I mean, it was an even smaller hat than Kurt had, but... But, yeah, so I wore that, and uh, the mustache, I'm wearing it, and 
My brother walks in, gets completely scared, stays there for like 30 seconds, just like like a deer in the headlights. And uh, then slowly but surely as the party went on, people were like taking off their mustaches and stuff. Mine was not coming off. Why is that? <laughs> Mine was stuck to my, my mustache, my real mustache. And I couldn't, I couldn't rip it off. It was like, it was stuck. It hurt. So I had to have my brother rip, rip the mustache off for me. That sounds painful. It was for a second, but like, I got over it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us, tell us more. I, I, I uh, successfully sat in all four corners of the room. Wow, like four I corner thought, match, nice. <laughs> yes, like I thought I would. I didn't. Well, actually, I didn't think I would sit in all four corners, but I thought maybe one corner, two at most. But yes, all all four of them. Huh. Yeah, and uh, ate some good food, and uh, enjoyed the company, and then we went well, down to the. What bar. kind of food? Uh, it was Mexican themed, so there was like, there was like skirt steak. Uh, Burritos, chicken burritos, quesadillas, chips and salsa. Um, they had cookies. Always a plus. They they did have cookies. Yes, but no churros. But I'm wow. fine with that. I'm a okay with cookies, chocolate chip cookies, M and M cookies. The good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went. Then we went to the bar to play cornhole, which I completely don't know how to play. They how were, not? They were like going hardcore, keeping score and everything, and I was like, I don't, I can't do math in general. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there playing it. Stand there playing a game where I have to do math. It's like tennis, but more intense. Mm, cornhole? Why? Yeah, well, because if you go over it, it resets your score to a certain amount and then you gotta like you have to get a certain amount of points in order to win so it's like playing darts i don't i've never i don't i've never played like official darts i've played darts just never like Mm -hmm. what do you have to add up to uh it depends on the game it yeah, depends. like I thought Cornhole was just taking the, the bean sack or whatever it is, throwing it through the bean bag, throwing it through the hole. Not the yeah, case. That's, what, that's what I was picturing. Not the case at all. Why would anybody play that then? Well, they were all, they were going hardcore at it. Doing math games? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I, I can't play this at all. Like, I'll just sit here and watch. I can't. I'm not familiar with I, this term, man. Did you tell them? Were you like, no, I can't, I can't do math. No, they were like, do you want to play? And I was like, I, I leaned over to some other person that was there. I was like, do you have any idea what's going on right now? And they were like, no. I was like, I even Googled the rules of it, and I still don't understand it. I was like, there's too much math involved in this game for me to understand what these rules are. It's like there's two points, there's one point. It goes through the hole. You got to add that. It goes if it gets knocked off. You got to subtract it. Huh. Look, like, how am I doing that without a calculator or a pen and paper? And a pen and paper. That's that makes no sense. Well, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can play without pen and paper and do it in their head and everything. Not me. I guess I I can never. I need a calculator at yeah, all times. I would never be able to. I still use my fingers to count. 
I do too. Do you know the multiplication table of nine? I do trick not. With your hands? I do not. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. It's where like you if you put up your off. ten fingers right now. We're to put up your ten fingers in front of you. Yeah. Nine times three. Put down your third finger on your left hand. Yeah, twenty-seven. Bam. Thirty-six. Nine times four. Put 45. down your fourth. You know, I think I did know this. What? I think I did know it. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense because nine... Oh, you got to put down the fingers, right? <laughs> what did you think? Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Nine times ten. Nine times ten? <laughs> ninety. Where are you getting ninety, bro? Zero. Okay, nine times zero. Nine times zero? <laughs> zero. Where are you getting that. that from? You're putting down zero fingers. You got ten fingers up. Put, dude, zero. You, you're putting ten fingers are up. Brother Club, you, you're missing it. How? I don't know. How? Every, <laughs> no, not, every time I hear you say that, for some reason I think of Cousin Jake, but that's not the commercial he did <laughs> on Nickelodeon. <laughs> no, well, he says Ni Hao. Yeah, Ni Hao. Okay. But it wasn't a commercial. It was an actual... Yeah, it was an actual making, TV show. making fortune cookies. Because yeah. our, our cousin was famous. Yeah, and now we are. And now all I do is say, make me famous. <laughs> yeah, which Wendy's is doing a, a, not even a decent job at, but I've been begging them for weeks, and uh, they're first now catching on, so... Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed we have a working relationship with Wendy's. <laughs> Things are looking pretty pretty up and up right now, if you according to our Twitter feed. Yeah, so but outside did you, of that Did you I mean, do anything else this week or no? Or did you do anything in general this week? Um this week working on PowerPoint presentation and um Anything no. fun, I should say? You don't have to force it. <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> not, nothing too too exciting. It's just been very school-related. What about you? Anything good? I went to a thrift shop in Suffolk County. And I know you know this because I texted you from there. And they literally they had everything you could like imagine they had. It was super weird. It was It was very strange. They had like, it was as if they bought every single figure of The Rock and Stone Cold that or Triple H ever made. There was like bone crunching action figures of them that I've never seen before. And then other mm -hmm. bone, cr bone crunching figures that I was like, oh, I used to, or I still own it somewhere. It's in my house somewhere. Mm -hmm. They had like autographs from people and uh, a bunch of other stuff. There's a... A lot like old Happy Meal toys hmm. and a bunch of pop figures that are new. How much were the pop figures? Overpriced. How much? Well, I mean, it depends what you were getting. They, I think they were like, it was basically all like exclusive ones. So like the Toy Tokyo Comic Con from this past, from last year of the Green Ranger was like 65. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, it's a huge upcharge, but they're going for a lot more on online. So I didn't buy it. My friend bought that one. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, so you guys actually made a purchase one in there. He did. He bought, mm-hmm. he bought mad stuff in there. Really? Yeah. He spent like, must have been like 200 bucks or something. I don't know. Something what? Like yeah. Did he at least bargain? No, because you can't bargain with that stuff. How do you spend that much? How, like, what did he get? The pops. $200 worth of pops in a thrift store. We, but, like, they're not, like, it's not, like, those pops aren't, like, thrifty, thrift store items. They're, like, collector items. Like, <sighs> if I went and bargained, like, oh, it's three bucks for this Bendem Owen Hart, like, I'll give you two. Maybe they would have done that or something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know how the prices are set there, but, but like, maybe he would have gone down in price for that. Mm-hmm. But the pops are set prices. They're like collector items now. Yeah, I guess. Do you have any pops? Yeah, just two. And, what it'll, do you have? and it'll continue to be just two oh, until Zack Ryder and or Kurt Hawkins or Kalisto come out with yeah. pops. And uh, yeah, I have the Black Ranger and the Blue Ranger. That's it. Yeah. I, I almost had the Green Ranger, the Toy Tokyo one, but by the time I got... I waited on the line at, at Comic-Con. By the time I mm-hmm. got up there, it was still, like, out the door of the line, but they they sold out of that one. That stinks. Because I was going to... Because Jason David Frank was there again, signing that for free if you bought the... If you bought the Toy Tokyo exclusive, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was for free, but... I was going to do it, but he they sold it out. That stinks. Yeah. There's a few pop figures that I want to get out there. I think I want to get like Green Arrow, The Flash, and let's see. I don't know. To me, Double they're like, to, Austin. honestly, to me, they're the dumbest things. They are. I mean, they're collector items. But like, it's like, it doesn't like even look like the person sometimes. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with that. And they're just releasing some just to release them. They're like the most random pop figurines out there ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't need, like, I had no options whatsoever to get signed by the Blue and Black Ranger. I couldn't find the figures I wanted for to get signed. And then the ones that they did release had, the box was like set to a, to like a, they were, it's like the shape of a pyramid. With like the, mm-hmm. the point was poking out like where there was no flat surface for them to really sign because this the both flat sides of it were, were small. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want like a sideways signature. Yeah. So I didn't even bother picking those up. I got something that that was flat. Hmm. Jason David Frank in 2014, I got the the sword signed by him, the dragon sword. So that's pretty cool. That's what it's called, yeah. That's actually really cool. How how much was a item like that? The sword? What? Oh, what were they selling it for then? I might have gotten it for like 60 bucks or something, even though it was like originally 100 or something. I don't remember the price. Mm-hmm. Those Power Ranger things are super expensive. What, pop-wise? No, or? not the pops. Like, the actual, like, the, the replicas and stuff. The toys of that they released. Oh, yeah. From our childhood that they re-released. Mm-hmm. All the Megazords and stuff. They they released, they actually just released a Power a Red Ranger Power Ranger helmet 
It is kind of it is kind of wild how much they charge for a lot of these like replica action figures. But like not even action figure though, the replica helmet is ninety nine ninety nine. That's wild. It's Why like, do they st- do 90, 99 99 and not just 100 I don't know. Does it look good advertising-wise? I never. I still don't understand it. I have no idea where that stuff came from. I guess maybe in that sense, maybe it does. It's like, come pay ninety nine ninety nine. It's not 100 It's $99.99. I guess this way you could say that something's like less than $100, less than $10. Yeah. Come get the WWE Network for less than $10. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. Um, any upcoming concerts for this summer? For me? For this summer? Are you kidding me? There's so many. Like what? First of all, Paul McCartney, I don't even know why or how that they announced. He announced he's going on tour this fall. And they're continuing the tour that I saw last year, but like Madison Square Garden, Barclays Center, the Coliseum, um, Prudential Center, I think. And like they all announced at like the same time, like every single arena that that he announced a show for had a press conference type event, which Hmm. was super weird. But um, maybe I'll go to see that. I don't know if that's... I don't get that. Wait, but did he have a break in between? What do you mean? Like, did he have a break from not being on tour? I think he's still touring. I think he's still doing the world tour portion of it. I think he might be in Japan right now. All right, because then I would say that that's weird that you that he's saying that it's still the same tour. I mean, it is still it's, it's just a different leg of the tour. Yeah, but if you take a break from the tour, like I, I mean, saw, like Taylor Swift, she took a break, and I went and saw her on the same tour. But it's not the same tour. I guess. Is, I don't know. It is the same tour, though. Nah. Well. But yeah, next week I'm going to see, I mean, not that it's summer, but I'm going to see uh, the, a Broadway show. What you saying? It's The Price. I don't know, like, I really, I went into it because it's Danny DeVito's Broadway debut. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Ruffalo was supposed to be in it, and I got an email saying that due to, due to prior film commitments, he's not going to be there for that performance. I was like, no, but still, I'll get to see Danny DeVito on Broadway, so that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And now it's like I'm just like looking, like, what do I do after the show? Like, what are Mm -hmm. cheap, cool things to do in New York City after a Broadway show? Go buy tickets to see another Broadway show? Yeah, but food's not going to kill the time until 8 p.m. or something like that. I don't want to pay. To... I don't want to pay peak prices going home. Not that it's like a big, a big jump in price, but I hate the Long Island Railroad, so I'm not gonna give them any more of my money. Yeah. So it's but... like, what else is there to do? Hmm. No, call up Dan. Be like, yo, come meet me in the city, or Brad, someone, someone, meet up with Brandon it's a, in it's the a, city. It's a work week. Well, we'll put it out there. If any listeners are willing to meet up with Brandon, just tweet us, and we'll set this up. But outside of that, let's get to the outside the ring news. Which this is uh, super unfortunate. I've been saying I've been saying for weeks, where the hell is Tajiri? Well, he came we found back. Out. He came back from injury, 
and then just disappeared. And now Tajiri announced on Twitter that he's no longer with WWE. And that WWE feels it's too risky having him at a, at the age of 46 wrestling. I mean, I respect their opinion. I mean, it's just unfortunate. It stinks. Yeah. It stinks. He uh, got to do some coaching at the Performance Center. Yeah. But now I guess he's going back to Japan. Well, he's always an awesome wrestler to watch compete. But I, I feel like his last leg of the uh, of his tour with the WWE wasn't like well, how he, he didn't, left off. He didn't do anything, really. Yeah, but even when he did do something, it wasn't the same. I think... I, uh... Wasn't the same. Well, I think the what well what he did with the Cruiserweight Classic I thought was fine. Mm-hmm. But everything that would happen on two hundred five live, I also I think that was fine. But that's he unfortunately got injured. And yeah. Then he came back for one week and that was it. Well, now I'm still waiting on on the other people. Grandma Talik, yeah. where's Grandma Talik? Who Where, where's, knows? Where's Lindsay Dorado been? Hmm. They've been on main event or something. I don't. Nobody watches main event. No, have they? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure sometimes they wrestle on main event and stuff. Honestly, I thought most of main event canceled. No, they still or superstars. I'm pretty sure that stuff still airs. I didn't think so. I mean, sometimes I see the results pop up on Cage Match, but I'm like, if you see those results pop up, then they're actual. Well, like when I thought that they canceled main uh, main event. No, they, I don't know if they air on the network, but um, they might air on television overseas or something. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I well, just don't, I'm not positive on that. Well, talking about 205 and everything and uh, Tajiri, uh, Crazy Steve, Crazy Steve, as known by uh, our listeners and the entire universe, Crazy by, Steve. By us. Crazy because there's two Zs. It never made sense to me. Nope. Well, That's how apparently, crazy it is. Crazy Steve is uh, done with Impact Wrestling, but rumored to be heading to NXT or WWE 205 Live. Um, it's I I'm a fan of his. I would be intrigued with this. I wonder a what few, he looks like without his face paint. Yeah, well, a few I, I saw some on the indie scene, um, but a few other names that have been linked to. Uh, this is also Tyler uh, Alistair Black uh, was rumored to possibly go to 205 Live. Which makes no sense. Like, what? I I don't understand that. All right, Crazy Steve, I can see. Uh, oh, and then Leo Rush was another name. But I don't get Alistair Black fitting in there. I mean, he is the weight. Yes, he is the weight, but I feel like he he's not I feel like he is like a main of uh not a main eventer but a main roster like he's a six foot cruiserweight yeah I with his moveset and everything I feel like he could easily be on Smackdown or I mean honestly it'd be like it would be kind of like the uh not Dolph Ziggler Finn Balor being on 205 Live yeah like it shouldn't like he should just thrive in NXT yeah, but Let's other names that uh, have been NXT, rumored. Yeah, for but, NXT at least. Yeah. Uh, former TNA wrestler Gunner. 
he's rumored to be heading to NXT. Which is awesome. I mean, I've always been a fan of Gunner. He's been kind of quiet. He, well, he looks like he could fit into some sort of groups in Sanity. He could fit in. I mean, he's got he's tattooed, right? Yeah. He could fit in with Aleister Black. I would keep Aleister sing solo. I would too, but I'm just saying that. I mean, and then another name is Donovan Dijak, who we've been following for a while. He's been rumored to be talking in talks with WWE. So a lot of wrestlers in talks with WWE, and it should be interesting to see what ends up playing out. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. Do you think that it's bad that WWE and, 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 and slash NXT are kind of taken away from the entire independent scene? Like uh, signing all of these wrestlers so they can't appear. Do you think well, that I mean, that's like I a mean, bad thing for the independent promotions? I mean, obviously, in some sense it is, but... You're building an empire. You're building the future. If, you, yeah. if you're building the future, you need people. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like it's it's unfortunate for independents because these are really talented guys, including Ring of Honor. Uh, but on the other hand, they are a company, and this is a great company move to sign these guys. It's like I mean, during, during the, the peak of... Of Monday Night Raw and Nitro, what what like I don't even know what was going on independent scene wise nineteen ninety seven eight nine. Mm-hmm. Like what was like who was there e- old ECW stars and stuff. And wait, what year? Like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. Ring of Honor. No, Ring of Honor was two thousand two. Yeah. Just and and TNA was. Oh, you mean independent wise overall? Um, honestly, I I have no clue. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Now there's tons of existed. Now there's tons of independent promotions. Of all everywhere, there's like seventeen that run in New York. Yeah, Uh, like not even New York, like Long Island itself. Mm Hmm. So, I mean, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have to take talent from somewhere, but then, then more yeah. then more and more just train, and you get more and more wrestlers. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good thing because, especially being a fan of WWE, I am all about it. Plus, it's opportunity for all these people. I mean, it's it's awesome for them. This yeah. is their dream. Absolutely. This is their dream that they get to, that they'll be able to live out. So, um, talking about dreams being lived out, Josh Bre- uh, Brettel, um, he was not, yeah, he was not released. Yeah, I don't know. Rumors were circulating that he was one of the releases from NXT, except apparently he's just still out with his injury. Yeah, so he is still living out his dream. Uh, someone not living out his dream, Chris Atkins. He was released from NXT. Um, and Andrea DeMarco was released as well. Um, yeah. I think she... She was it, a backstage announcer. Yeah. Yep. So. And some, somebody else from NXT got released. I just don't know their name. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't even think they ever debuted on television. So... But speaking of NXT television, 
Daria Baranato is going to be going as Sonia Deville now. Mm-hmm. And Macy Estrella will be using the name Lacey Evans. Yeah. So, uh, which I'm I'm still not familiar with her. I mean, I've Wait, seen uh, pictures of Estrella, and I've seen I, like very very little gifts. I really don't think I have, but time will tell. I mean, obviously, we will be seeing them on NXT. Um, I'm surprised that Daria hasn't been on in a little bit. I feel like wasn't she on NXT uh, a few episodes? Yeah. But, I guess they rerouted. Yeah. Um, Eddie Edwards, he was injured this uh, during the Impact tapings. Uh, injured his knee, over the we- and, uh, which was over the weekend. And it is unfortunately going to require some surgery. So wishing him a speedy recovery. And we will cover uh, what kind of a knee injury he did uh, have when uh, we find out more information on that. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, apparently that... Uh, apparently... He, you know he has his own show? Uh, is it that Mattel show? I don't know if it's Mattel, but yeah, it's a toy box one. Yeah, I With was the, watching some of it yesterday, and that girl from Ellen's on there too. The girl from SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, she... She did, she did a music video with Nikki and all them? I don't know the other people on there. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know if I don't. I didn't know there were other children either. Yeah, there's a little, another little girl and another little boy. Yeah, but but um, yeah, there's a movie, a biopic apparently in the works for Vince McMahon, which I think WWE Studios might be a part of. So it'll be very interesting to see who plays Vince McMahon or like how in depth they go with anything. Do you touch the steroid era? Like, who's playing Hogan? <laughs> like, like who's playing Brett? Yeah, who's playing Triple H? Stone it's Cold. Gonna be, who's playing anyone? Yeah, Jim Ross. It's going to be interesting. Fantasy book. Who plays Vince McMahon? Go. I I couldn't even. I I really I could not even. I no. no, I couldn't. I can't. I saw uh, Ryan tweet out um, a picture of Andy Sandberg. I hope not. What, are you kidding me? No, no, no. I saw a picture of Andy Sandberg next to uh, VKM. Um, With Vince or like just No, no, like, no. Picture side I, by side. I hope Andy Sandberg does not play Vince McMahon. Uh... I don't know who else could really do it. I mean, I'm not saying that who that Sandberg can, but I, I really don't know who can. And then it's like general. It's like then like who else is in that? Like I wonder what the script is even about. Like is Bischoff in there? Is Heyman in there? I would assume so, right? Like there's like some big parts of wrestling. Like it's I mean, is Donald Trump in it? There, I, there's like so many errors of Vince McMahon that like what is this movie going to cover? Vince McMahon. Chris Benoit? I don't even I don't know. They do but a, they do a scene for scene a scene for scene reenactment of the limo. Do they? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, it's going to be interesting, but 
Yeah, so that is the outside of the news. Some indie results. You ever get scared a dog's going to break into your house? No, I'm actually on the fourth floor, so I am not worried at all. Isn't there a dog right outside your room or no? No, negative. I just heard a dog. No, outside. Windows open. Oh. Yeah, but PWG on the 21st. Game over, man. Taking place in Rosita, California. Leo Rush defeated Ray Phoenix. Matthew Riddle defeated Adam Cole. Jeff Cobb defeated good old Keith Lee. Michael Elgin picking up that victory over Kyle O'Reilly. The Bucks of Young defeated War Machine, and this was War Machine's debut. Yeah, Sabre Jr. picking up that victory over Dick Togo. Street Fight! Chuck Taylor picked up the victory over Marty Skrull. Taking place on the 21st of April, House of Hardcore 24 in Metuchen, New Jersey. You had Rhett Titus defeating Action Ortiz. You got Bull James picking the victory over TJ Marconi. Devin Storm teaming up with Little Guido and Pat Buck to defeat Gigolo, Justin Hale, Collins, and Vic Delicious. Alex Reynolds with Maxwell Jacob Feinstein picked up the victory over Matt Stryker. Brian Cage picking up that victory over MVP. Yeah, uh, you also had Sammy Callahan with TJ Davidson pick up the victory over Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. And in a tag team street fight, Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer tagged up to defeat the Spirit Squad. This was originally going to be Hardy, Matt Hardy versus Tommy Dreamer, and then something happened. Matt Hardy was there, and then the Spirit Squad came out, and they were like, oh, you can't wrestle in this match, so we're going to... something is weird. Yeah, they, they were sent from uh, Connecticut by Vince McMahon. And this match can't take take place. So Bully Ray came out to replace uh, Matt Hardy. Which is interesting because they wrestled the night after, you know? Yeah. But, like, a lot of people complained about this event. I mean, unfortunately, I don't want to, like, bash House of Hardcore or anything. But, yeah, I mean, I don't blame... Uh, Fans for being upset over this. How can you? I mean, I mean, card is subject to change, but like, of course. But I mean, what person wouldn't be upset? You, if you, especially if you go just to see Matt Hardy versus Tommy Dreamer. I mean, it's, and add on to the fact if you have like your little kids that want to see Matt Hardy wrestle, and then he comes out and that happens. Yeah. So I could definitely see the, why frustration uh, is taking place with that house of hardcore 25 in the in philadelphia pa which by the way looked like a way better show yeah matt striker defeated chuckles uh alex reynolds defeated little guido uh which that's afterwards maxwell jacob feinstein was out there and they called out i think they called out ricky steamboat and steamboat came out there they tried to attack him but he attacked both of them yeah, he did his move set. I thought that was super awesome. I would have, I would have marked the heck out <laughs> if I was there for that. I'll be honest. I don't think I would have. I'm, I'm just not that huge of a Steamboat fan. I just, I, I don't know. I think like the last run that he had in WWE was so good that he it actually, was, I mean, that he could have actually him versus Jericho was, uh, was awesome. And I think he could have actually become a, a new champion in WWE then. 
and like not like a WWF WWE champion, like Intercontinental champion type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I would have been perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he got injured and he had to retire. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the now teamed up. They uh, teamed up with TJ Marconi and defeated John Score, Pat Buck, and Tom North via disqualification. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hoovy. Hoovy Juice. Hoovy to Guerrero. Victor Victor Anderson. It's Guerrero. Oh, oops. Uh, Brian Cage defeating Rhett Titus and Action Ortiz. Is it really Juventud Guerrero? Yeah, always been, always will be. That's weird. I've always called him Juventud Guerrero. Well, you were always wrong. Um, there's no denying that one. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, Brian Cage picked up the victory over Action Ortiz and Rick Titus. That. Already said that one. Oh, well, in that case, MVP picked the victory over Bull James. And the Hardy Boys, the Hardys, the Broken Hardys, whatever you want to call them, defeated Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. And yeah. for your main event, you had Penta L Zero Miedo taking on and defeating Sammy Callahan. Um, also, you had on the 22nd, Evolve 82 in New York City. WWN title on the line, Matt Riddle, the champ, defeated Timothy, uh, Timothy Thatcher. Alongside Stokely Hathaway. ACH defeating Austin Theory. Yeah, you had Drew Galloway, Galloway and taking on Sabre Jr. Sabre Jr. Going to a no contest. This uh, was the second to last indie date, I think, for Galloway. I think so. I think he had a date overseas. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly picked up the victory over Keith Lee. Uh, you also had... Good luck with this um, one. This is confusing. Evolve. You got you to gotta have to actually give the champion names. I got you so. Evolve tag team title on the line. Catch point. Chris Dickinson and Jaka picked up the victory over catch point. Fred Yehi and Tracy Williams. So the there former are. Champions. Yes, new champions there. Yeah, uh, so catch point, defeating catch point. And there was a last man standing match that was won by Ethan Page. He picked up the victory over Darby Allen. Yeah, Darby Allen was injured in this match. With a shovel. Uh, I think he, huh? Was it with a shovel? Yeah, I think he fractured his elbow. Uh, nasty, nasty injury. Uh, but hopefully he has a speedy recovery. He had to pull out of the next night at Evolve, where he was supposed to take on, uh, let's look at the card, uh, he was supposed to take on Keith Lee, but instead, Keith Lee took on David Starr at Evolve 83 and picked up the victory. Yeah, Ethan Page picked up the victory over Austin Theory. Tracy Williams picked up the victory over Chris Dickinson. Jacka defeating ACH. Kyle O'Reilly defeated Fred Yehi. For the Evolve Championship, the champion Sabre Jr. successfully retaining that title against Leo Rush. WWN title on the line. Matt Riddle, the champion, picked up the victory over Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. It's like oh, we just did ten minutes on three Galloway. <laughs> McIntyre. It's, it's not even. That's not even good. You're like Drew McIntyre. Like, can yeah. I get you? Can I get you another smoke, honey? 
Drew, Drew McIntyre. Drew. No. Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Which one's which? Drew Galloway. Am I you? Am I you or are you me? The power of the warriors. The power of the ultimate warrior. Does that sound sound good or no? Drew Gulak or Drew Galloway. Choose, there is no try. I don't know any Yoda quotes, so. Good enough. <laughs> On the 23rd of April, you had Game Changer Wrestling Road to Survival in Howell, New Jersey. Private Party, the champions, taking on and defeating the Ugly Ducklings. Kyle the Beast. Picked the victory over Sammy Callan. The G- Game Changer Wrestling Extreme Championship on the line. Champion Smiley defeating, successfully retaining that title, Juventud Guerrera. Marved Wire Burial Deathmatch. Marcus Crane picked with victory over Jimmy Lloyd. Dead Man's Hand Deathmatch. Viking defeated Schlack. Joey Janela picked with victory over Pete. El Ciro Miedo. Miedo. Close. In an ultra-violent dream match, you had Violento Jack defeating Danny Havoc. And if those that do not know, Violento means that Jack is violent. House of Horrors death match, Matt Tremont picked the victory over Supreme. So we'll... Bray Wyatt's House of Horrors match be anything like Matt Tremont's? Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not at all. I cannot see that being on WWE television, but (laughs) what do I know? Yeah. Upcoming indies on the 5th day of May, Cinco de Mayo, I Believe in Wrestling, presents Believe 139, 9-year anniversary Team Vision Dojo, Orlando, Florida, the SCW Florida Heavyweight Championship on the line in a loser leaves town match. Josh Hess taking on uh, Rhett Giddens. The AWA Florida Tag Team Champions, uh, Johnny Vandal and Tyrannus taking on Aaron Epic and the Dirty Blondes as well as... Uh, Aaron the- Epic's teaming with Vandal and Tyrannus. Oh, stupid me. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so it's, yeah, Johnny Vandal, Tyrannus, and Aaron Epic taking on the Dirty Blondes and Daniel Brennan. And then you also have Chico Adams, C.T. Brown, Casey Lennox, Amber Nova, and so much more. Go support I Believe in Wrestling. Go support the entire Team Vision Dojo and every promotion that comes out of that uh, that promotion um, and that uh, wrestling school. So yeah. go check them all out. And I'm sure there's way more shows on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, unfortunately, we are only two people, and we also have a lot going on. We can't really gather all of these so quickly <laughs> and everything. We don't. It's time-consuming. So we'll take a break right now, and we will be right back here on Marking Out. Oh, hey, folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And if you want to check out a podcast, I said, if you want to check out a podcast, check out Marking Out, tough guy. Ho! Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 325. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, Marketout.com and all of that stuff. 
But forget all that stuff for right now. Let's talk about some sports entertainment and speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Cutting in a little bit soon there, huh? Well, I don't know. I don't know if you'd necessarily call it soon. I, I, I guess. It depends on who you ask. Maybe some people would say that it was perfectly uh, cute. But speaking of cutting things off, Monday Night Raw opening with Chris Jericho doing the highlight reel. And uh, after a missed cue, I guess, by production, Miz came out, had them take down the highlight reel set, sets up Miz TV, then Miz gets cut off by Dean Ambrose, who had them clear all the Miz TV stuff away, and sets up the Ambrose Asylum. No Mitch. Where's Mitch? Dead. Gone. Done. Mitch 2, nowhere in sight. Mitch 3, don't even think about it. No. Ambrose gave Jericho a present, though. It was a sports coat with Christmas lights all over it, which Renee Young did, in fact, say that that was all done by Dean Ambrose. She had no part in it whatsoever, because if she had a part in it, it would have looked way better. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, he had a jacket to help bury the hatchet. And, and it was a pretty sick jacket. I mean, would you wear that jacket? I would jacket? 100% never wear something like that. Now, I wouldn't wear you Chris Jericho's like, jacket. Like, are you keeping kayfabe right now? Or like, no kayfabe. Would you wear that? No, 100%. And I wouldn't wear the jacket that Jericho wears. I huh. That's not something I could wear. Why, you would wear something like that? Yeah. I would wear something like that all the time. Have you seen his jackets? Especially the light-up ones? Wear that through New York City. You'll get easily. I mean, you may fit in. At night, maybe. That would actually look pretty cool. But long story short with this this opening segment, uh, Dean Ambrose hits Dirty Deeds on Miz. And then a tag team match was set up for later on where Miz had to find a tag team partner for himself. He went around the whole arena the whole night looking for a partner. He asked Heath Slater. He asked Curtis Axel. Pretty sure Curtis Axel's not in a position to be turning down matches, but eh. should have taken the spot. You need to take what you get, but he turned it down, and uh, Miz, still without a partner, finally receives a note, which we would find out later on, maybe. But yeah. after, after all and that... they talked about missing cues. That person missed their cue. Who? Oh, His partner. Yeah, well, we're not speaking about that yet, so <laughs> we don't even know if that was a real note. Could have been yeah. just been yeah, passed off, but... Up next, first match of the evening, we saw Matt Hardy taking on Sheamus this week. Um, I liked when Matt Hardy got knocked out of the ring. Sheamus went to jump on him from the apron, but Matt Hardy caught him with the twist of fate, which then got reversed into the rolling fireman carry. Yeah. And then Sheamus, Jeff Hardy came over to check on Matt. Sheamus pushes him away, kind of shoves him away quite hard. Just, get, just went to go check on his brother. So Jeff hops up on the apron, and Cesaro knocks him off. They're out there with a dispute. Matt Hardy, boom, twist of fate, one, two, three. That's the end. Yeah. They, great, was, show, great show of sportsmanship by Sheamus, though, shaking everybody's hands afterwards. Unfortunately, do you think that this is, well, yeah, I'm going to say unfortunately, 
I think we're coming to the end of Cesaro Sheamus. Why do you, why do you think that? With their pushing back and like with their like sometimes they're showing their uh what is it? Showmanship like uh by shaking the hands and not shaking the hands, one wants to shake the hands, one doesn't. Yeah, but well, I mean they all shook hands this, this week. I don't know. I'm hesitant. I am very hesitant. Uh, but next up you had, and honestly, I didn't see anything really specific to talk about. Like this match, it, it, were you entertained with it? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it just, maybe I just had to watch it again. I don't know. And next up, Aries and Gallagher picked up the victory over Neville and TJP. Uh... There was a few cool moments of this match. I was a really big fan of... Uh, there was a part where Gallagher, I believe, monkey flip TJP right into Neville. But is it a, like... Do you call it a monkey flip? I. It was very similar to it. It's like it. the leg whip or whatever monkey flip? Yeah. It, it was It was interesting. But it looked really cool. Yeah. I liked it. looked really cool. I just don't... Under, I don't, really don't understand how Austin Aries goes from being number one contender to being number one contender. I just, I don't, I still, I don't like that. I know you're very anti, but, and, and once again, we talked about that 205, how we spoke about earlier with uh, those prospects of potential people going into 205. What's going to happen if you do bring them in? You bring in Leo Rush, you bring in uh, Crassy Steve, you bring in <laughs> Aleister Black, you bring in all these other guys. Yeah, it's like probably to- Roderick Strong. 205 doesn't even have like a set time even for I mean, for how long their their show is even. It's like a 45 minute program, an hour long program. You only fit so many matches in there and the storylines, you really got to pick up some slack with storylines on Monday Night Raw and sometimes we saw for a, a many many months it just wasn't happening. Yeah, but even without even storylines aside you bring in more wrestlers to an already crowded division. That's what I'm saying, right? And I'm saying, and, and it's not really too. It's crowded. It's crowded enough that of, they don't they don't have enough time, and there's exactly there's too many people that aren't even in storylines. Exactly, like I it's said earlier, crowded. they don't have Graham, enough time. Where's Grand Metalik? Yeah, they, they don't have enough time for for all of them to fit on the schedule. Right. So you're you're going to bring some of these guys in. I think that the thing, maybe with Austin Aries, maybe with Neville, or even Aleister Black, you need one of these guys to set the tread to break out of this division, to break the door open where you could see uh, Neville competing against uh, Finn Balor. You got to see some of these people from the 205 division breaking out. Someone has to break down that door so this way they're not all trapped to just strictly 205 matches where you only see them facing each other or on 205 Live. You need to, you need that door to be broken open. Yeah. That's the only way you can bring in Leo Rush and a bunch of other people is if you start to have them compete outside of that division. That's the only way. But uh, Austin Aries picking up the victory with that discus five arm. Um, next up, you had a fifth. The quote-unquote first ever dumpster match on Monday uh, Night Raw. 
Yeah, on Monday Night Raw. Which Kalisto. I'm pretty sure it was the first ever on Raw. It was? I think so, yeah. there's. I think there's only been two two other dumpster matches in WWE history. What were they? WrestleMania, New Age Outlaws versus uh, Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack. And then King of the Ring, I think it was, Dudley's versus DX. I feel like we've seen more dumpster matches. I feel like I've seen one on I Monday Night Raw. I don't think so. But... Um, yeah, all right. So this match takes place. Kalisto picked up the victory over Braun. Before we get to the finish, uh, it was a it was a cool match of speed versus size, but I I, I think it fell short. I think I think they I think they had an opportunity here to make Kalisto into a big star here, but it just did not. It didn't. I agree. Happen. I I was a fan of some of the moves like that tilt the world jawbreaker. Yeah. It reminded me of those the swings from like amusement parks. Like oh I, yeah yeah I can see what you're talking about. Like, it was like he was literally sw- he swung all the way around. It's not even that's not even like a tilt a whirl. I don't know what to I don't even know what to call that jawbreaker. But I thought that was the coolest jawbreaker I've ever seen. I thought it was more a tilt a whirl. I said tilt a whirl. Well, tilt a whirl you go up and down and. Well, I mean, it was like... Um, Upside down, he literally just hung on him and swung in like a 360 degrees. Well, it more was... Braun was... Looked like he was going to hit like a black hole slam move. Right, but Kalisto was just hanging slam. off. He was yeah. just hanging off. But... All right, so let's get to the finish of this match. Kalisto drop kicks. Braun's on the apron. Kalisto drop kicks his legs out from under him. Braun lands in the dumpster. And that's it. They call the match. Like, all of a sudden, I, I don't know, maybe I have to go back and watch the other two dumpster matches. The dumpster lid has to be closed. All of a sudden, you could, like, you just land, like, that's like a casket match. Oh, no, he's in the casket. You don't have to shut the lid. Yeah. The, oh, no, right? he's, he's in the hole to be buried alive. You don't have to bury him or anything. Yeah, all, every other match that we've had a dumpster match, the lid had to be closed. And like you just mentioned, a buried alive match. A casket match. Everything has to, you need that finish of the match, and to just land in the dumpster. I think that is just awful. It's like, oh no, no, no! He went over the top rope. He's still on the apron, but he he lost the Royal Rumble. No, you got to touch two feet. You got to close the lid. That makes no sense. I that really annoyed me. I, I, I did. I thought that, that, I thought that was super weak. I thought that was just stupid. That was Kalisto, a really bad ending. Kalisto looked good in the match. Yes. But that ending was not good. No, I agree. That ending was just an abrupt, just hitting a brick wall. It was just not good. Which led to Strowman destroying Kalisto afterwards, tossing him into the dumpster. You see there's cushioning on the dumpster's top. But also, it's not like... Uh, any of the past dumpster matches or dumpster uh, spots where they went off the the stage, he dropped two to three feet. Yeah, it is a shorter thing, but it was also dropped, a smaller dumpster. Yeah, but even still, you, he only dropped two to feet, three feet, and all you have to do is go up against that side of the dumpster. Yeah, and there's no impact. So, so he destroyed. I, him. A, I was shocked that. With being tossed off to the stage, yeah, he didn't have cracked ribs. Because like I said the past week or two, 
that seems to be the go-to thing for WWE injuries. Yeah. Yeah, just really, I, I, I don't think that this was... I, I don't think it made Braun Strowman look like he should be going into a match and be fear and Roman Reigns should fear him. That did not make that it didn't look like that. Yeah. Like this was your it's the go home pay-per-view to payback. You had one shot to make Braun Strowman look like oh why should Roman Reigns fear me? Yeah. I don't think it hit. I think he should have gone throughout the night attacking other people. I 100% agree with you. Um, and then let's also add the fact that no sign of Roman Reigns. Well, yeah, they again, say he's still again, injured. Again, you want to sell, sell Storyline-wise, still injured. But again, his brother just passed uh, yeah. away last week. Yep, my bad. That's so. true. Very true. Probably still rehabbing from rehabbing, uh, dealing with that loss. Um, uh, yeah. So next up, you had Dana Brooke pick up the victory over Alicia Fox. Nothing. Uh, nothing needs to be said about this. Yeah, I, I just want to Emma, mention Emma was yeah, out there. Yeah. The Emma, how she hugged her after kind of being like, "Hey, good match," and I was just, I wasn't a fan of it. She's trying to get Dana to join the Emma brand. Yeah, but then that entire. Uh, Mitchy, Dana Brooks, Mitchy Nuku driver is awful. Like I, I kind of hope that for her size, like her being a powerhouse compared to everyone, I think that she needs a better move. A hundred percent. We've been saying that for since she debuted that move. Yeah. For how many years has she been in WWE so far? How many years has she been in WWE? Yeah, maybe like three. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I really, I don't know. And it's not even a Michinoku driver, by the way. That's what they call it. Which makes no sense. It's a Samoan driver. That's what they call it. It's a Samoan driver. It's not a Michinoku driver. Mm -hmm. Different positioning. Uh, 100%. Completely different move. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see where it goes with Emma. Probably a, a pre-show match, maybe. Probably not, actually. Emma should be wrestling better matches. Mm-hmm. She should be wrestling in general, but that's not happening. Up next, uh, it was supposed to be Enzo, Cass, and Seth Rollins taking on the club and Samoa Joe. But before the but. match, the club and Joe took Enzo out. Yeah. Which they I didn't like out. this. I I How, like this too, but do you think that this is say, a sign? Did you say you didn't like this? No, no, no. I did like I it. Did I did not feel like... like this. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, because how are you going to tell me? Th- How does somebody overpower three on one? What do you mean? There should have been no way for Big Cass to get back in there to make the save like he did against three people. Rollins was in there getting beat down by the club and Samoa Joe. I think that makes them look very weak. That they weren't able to finish the job. Samoa Joe's supposed to be this destroyer. What happens? Nothing. Nothing has happened with Samoa Joe. I didn't mind it for the fact that this is a sign, in my opinion, that they are separating... Enzo and Cass a little bit just to see what uh, 
Cass can do. And that's why I'm a fan of him teaming, going in there in the singles matches and again and without Enzo. But yeah, so, so you had you can't you shouldn't be able to overpower somebody overpower somebody named the destroyer. Especially no, when you I, got the club working with them. Especially mm-hmm. when Seth Rollins is still quote unquote not a hundred percent. But Kurt Angle came out and announced Finn Balor as their replacement for Enzo. And uh, then the match took place. Yeah. It was, to, in my opinion, it was a bland match. I, I think, mean, it was good, but I there was nothing really... I have to say, great job by WWE taking off that stupid beginning part of Finn Balor's theme song. It was actually Balor's theme song right, right off the bat. I didn't even notice. Um, but Finn Balor kind of just floating, doing nothing on WWE TV. Mm-hmm. Not really Most looking good of bringing for him. him back right now. Yeah, not really looking good for him. Shouldn't have been brought back so quick. Yeah, Especially if you had nothing for him. He was the former Universal Champion. Never lost the title. Yet now he's... Teaming, now he's tagged now with he's the person. Tagged twice yep. with the person that injured him. You're not getting the title from Brock. There's no Brock's on site. You're not getting the Universal Championship anywhere. I mean, I just don't. They're just like, oh, that. we need we need Finn Balor back. He's good for to good good to go from injury. We'll just toss him random. Let's give him a match against Kurt Hawkins. Let's see what that does for him. Let's put him in a three on three against the Club and Samoa Joe. They have histories. Samo- uh, the Club have a history with with Finn Balor. Let's team him up. Let's team him up with the guy that took took him out, as well as as Big Cass. That'll mm-hmm. do something for him. Makes no yeah. sense. Absolutely. No, I do sense. agree with you. I, I'm very happy to see him back, but I do agree. They're not I, doing anything with him. Yeah. What do you think of I, Seth Rollins? Then, oh, like, what are you, where would you put him? What, oh, Brock Lesnar should not be champion, first of all. Yes, 100% agreed. He shouldn't be champion. but That's where he, he should be. But he is. So where so would you put can't. him out? You don't put him back. You don't. You don't bring Finn Balor back. There's no way of him getting a championship. There was no way of him facing Undertaker at WrestleMania. There's no way of Finn Balor doing anything of of anything. You know what? I would have returned Finn after a payback. I would have had Rollins versus Samoa Joe finish at payback. And then have Balor come back to go after Except Seth Rollins. Going to because Seth Rollins is a face. Yes, I was about to say, I do understand that they're both faces, but... Realistically, we've seen faces battle each other. This is still a uh, yeah, but again, neither of them, him. neither of them are champion. The only reason why they would face each other is because, oh, I want what I didn't lose. I want my championship. Or, or it could be I want revenge because you took me no, out. No, that wouldn't why? make sense. Then that turns him heel. Who? Valor. Why? Why is he going after a face? That... Because for revenge. Yeah, that's, that's becoming a heel. I don't think that's a heel. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I think you could still be a face and do that. Nope. I think you could that, do somebody, that. Somebody who's a heel would go after somebody for revenge. Okay, somebody okay. Who's, somebody who's on face. The other side, why not just, if you wanted to talk about that heel stuff, why not then? I don't know. Why would you want to heel Finn Balor right now? He's one of the hottest prospects on WWE's roster. Well, it's not going to make a difference. Man. 
You still gonna you still gonna sell tickets and sell merchandise even yeah, as a heel. I disagree with. I mean, not disagree with the Bullet selling Club. stuff, but yeah, but Bullet Club was a completely different entity. Yeah, but Finn Balor is. It's just different. not gonna lose it's fan base different. over a heel turn. It's different. You can't do it. It's just not gonna fit into place. You would lose anything over a heel turn. But what do you think about Seth Rollins' new finisher? Help me out. Where he he went to go hit the pedigree in this match, but he went for the Rainmaker knee instead. I may have missed it. Yeah, well, Seth Rollins got a new finisher there. Hmm. All right. It's the Rainmaker, but with the knee. So the Sunmaker? The Sunmaker. I don't know what you would call it. The Moonmaker? I don't know. Hmm. Well, next up you had Alexa Bliss uh, coming out, hitting the ring. Owning the crowd, by the way. Oh, totally. Like, she is one of the best on the mic. For the amount of time that she has spent in WWE, which is not long at all, uh, compared to a lot of others, I think that she has really excelled. Like, the fans were chanting, what, at her? And she goes, Alexa Bliss is the best, say what? And they just kept chanting, what? Yeah. Alexa Bliss is the best. Yeah, she knows exactly what to do. But Bailey came out. She mentioned that Payback was in her hometown. Bliss just kept tearing it up on the microphone. Sasha Banks came out to defend Bailey, which I think is dumb to have Sasha Banks fighting Bailey's battles. Mm-hmm. And that led into a match. Sasha Banks ended up defeating Alexa Bliss via countout. Bliss just walked off. She goes, "I don't, I don't want this match. Screw this." I'm done. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Bailey, Bailey. Who was on. She was on commentary. She tried to toss Bliss towards the ring. Bliss escapes, comes, she runs backstage, comes back out, hits Bailey from behind. When Bailey turned her back, and I'm, I wasn't buying Bailey during this. Is it like I, fe- I see her as so as inferior to Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. I don't see her on the same level. Well, like I said, WWE is not doing such a great job of building her up. They have they, somebody else fighting her battles for her. It's. I mean, I get it. You're trying to set up her versus Sasha Banks. But I don't think that making her look inferior... Which I have to say, by the way, that kind of sucks because I would like to go there, but I'm not going to SummerSlam. I, and mm-hmm. I assume that'll that's where it'll take place because obviously that's where it should take place. I don't what because of Bliss, Brooklyn. I mean Bailey, Sasha. Mm-hmm. You know what? I really don't. I don't like. I don't like Bailey. I think I don't like. Maybe it's just the way that they've been using her. But I would rather watch Bliss and Banks all day long as opposed to Bailey in action. Um. And I think that this. It's funny, I am. I'm kind of souring right now. I mean, I'm not like. Not like completely against Sasha Banks, but I'm starting to be like, I don't need to see Sasha Banks again. Huh. It's I'm like the- over and over and over, all this with Sasha Banks. Yeah, I'm the total opposite. Give somebody else a chance. And that's how I feel with Bailey. Except to give a right give, now. Except to give someone else a, chan- a chance part. Yeah, but I mean, she's, not, she's just not doing anything for me. 
since she has been champ, I feel like she hasn't done anything for me. And even before she was champ, I did it wasn't entertaining. Like when she won that championship, it was more of those like, huh, moments instead of a yes. I think, I think it was more annoying than not. Just given, it's just always why it because of Flair. It's always it's uh, everything that's wrong with the women in WWE today is because of Charlotte Flair. Everything. Well, I think that Bailey versus Sasha Banks is obviously going to break down uh, very soon. And I hope that Alexa Bliss does become champion on Monday Night Raw. Or, so. or well, when? Mm. In general Honestly, or like this week? <laughs> I'm, like at I might as well cut to the chase. I, I'm saying this week. Okay. I really think because I think that I think you may disagree. Bailey versus Sasha Banks may not need the title involvement. I think that that match can really sell and be the best card on the mat on the on the show without the title involvement. And Alexa Bliss, I just love as champion. And but who I else? Think that who's she, next in line? Can, who's next in line from that then? For then, Bliss, yeah, that's the that's the thing. I mean, yeah, you have Mickey, Mickey James, James. But where was she we this week? Saw that, so let's bring in someone else. Yeah, I don't know. Let's bring someone else. Maybe Nia Jax. Which, like, then you turn her face. Nia Jax. That doesn't make sense. Well, I don't think I don't think you need a face in this though. Alexa Bliss is a total heel. Oh my God! But, heel versus heel, face versus face. You with this. Exactly, I but the thing is, the crowd loves Bliss. They've been, they were booing her. This they whole, do. They were booing her. They what don't know mean? any better. In reality, mean they were... The crowd boos John Cena, yet they actually love him. Uh... They don't know what they want. So up next, you had they Apollo. Don't know you had Apollo like Crews. Apollo Crews. Yeah, we're done with that. I'm you're just heel versus heel, face versus face. That's what you love. Whatever. Up next, you had Apollo Cruz defeating Kurt Hawkins. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This I match. mean, Hawkins is pr- putting these challenges out there and making stars like he does at Creative Pro Wrestling. Uh, but Apollo Cruz stepping up to the plate. Yeah. Is this and, enough? I mean, enough for what? For uh, Apollo Crews. Uh, well, as of now it is, because Titus O'Neil came out celebrating his victory with him, even though Cruz was like, uh, I don't know about that. They took a selfie together. So, Titus, I'm, what are your th- thoughts on this Titus O'Neil stuff? It's, I guess it's going to lead to their feud. I think, well, I don't even know if it's a feud right now. For once, I'm like digging what they're doing with Titus. With him, with him trying to get Apollo Crews to join the the Titus brand, make Titus, uh, make Apollo Crews a star. Yeah, Apollo. I think that Titus it, O'Neil is super similar. Talented. I said super, it a million times. I think Titus O'Neil should be IC or US or whatever champion. Yeah, it's super similar to Backlund and Darren Young at this point, but. I mean, not in the way of him getting him to join him, but, like, what Titus actually wants to do with him. Hmm. 
But yeah, I'm looking forward to more of this, and I'm looking forward to see who Kurt Hawkins will face next week. Is it going to be Shelton Benjamin? It'll probably never be Shelton Benjamin. Because he's on SmackDown. Why won't Shelton Benjamin come back to WWE? Up next was the main event of the evening, which made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Not in a million years would it have made sense. You had Chris Jericho teaming up with Dean Ambrose to take on Miz and a partner of his choosing, who he did not have a choice of. Uh, Instead, a note was passed to him. We don't know who was on that note. But when they went to introduce his tag team partner, nobody was there. So yeah, the match, I, I was not expecting his partner to be who it was. But we don't even know if it was Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt just randomly came out and helped Miz attack Ambrose and Jericho. Yeah. Why? Why would Bray Wyatt care about Chris Jericho? Or Dean Ambrose. He has the championship in line right now. Like, is Bray Wyatt going to be Intercontinental Champion? Well, I, he's not going to be the WWE Champion. Which we still have no idea. Like, at one point, that title was 100% on the line. I have the graphic for it right here. Wait, they took it off the line now? I, they, they're not mentioning it. They have not mentioned the fact that the WWE Championship was once on the line or if it is continuously still on the line. Really? On WWE.com, there's no mention whatsoever about the title being on the line. That's so disappointing that they just don't stick with their own storylines. And it's stupid because Bray Wyatt is owed a rematch for the WWE Championship. Mm Mm-hmm. So why? Why did Bray Wyatt do what he did? With Miz and Jericho and Ambrose. Makes no sense. I guess you have Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton feuding on SmackDown. Maybe they just wanted to give... Dude, I'm so pissed off with the writing, the current writing of WWE right now. Because they're already going and writing the next feud after that with Jinder Mahal. Yeah, they already moved on. No, no, no. They already moved on from Jinder. Oh, what do you mean? They're terrible with, with Rusev. Let's move to SmackDown. SmackDown opens. Renee Young's interviewing Nakamura in the ring. Dolph Ziggler cuts him off. Goes to attack Nakamura. Nakamura gets the better of Dolph Ziggler. Well, let's also talk about... The actual actual promo. Super weird. Awful. Very, very strange. I thought that it was really, really bad. He cut... Dolph Ziggler was cutting the promo on Shinsuke Nakamura as if he was actually Michael Jackson. Yeah, and I, it made no sense to me. It was lacking a lot, and it wasn't. It wasn't it because of Nakamura. It made no sense. No, like what? It, who, who, like why would I even like? If you're gonna call me Michael Jack, like why do I even care about that? What does that even mean? Yeah. What's that? What does that do? And then he was talking, bringing up Bubbles the monkey, and this. Why and would that, somebody and get I'm pissed like, off like that? That makes no sense. Yeah, it was just. Whoever wrote that was really poor writing. It just makes no sense whatsoever. And it's, a, it's just unfortunate they gave that writing, uh, that, that, sto- that promo to Ziggler to cut on Nakamura. They're like, oh, they, they even built this up as far as doing it on Monday Night Raw to build it up. 
What Shinsuke do you mean? Nakamura will be opening SmackDown tomorrow. Tune into that. Here on Monday Night Raw, we're going to push SmackDown stuff to tell you to watch SmackDown tomorrow more than once just to watch the beginning of SmackDown for Nakamura. SmackDown happens, Nakamura comes out, Dolph Ziggler comes out, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. What does that even mean? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. AJ Styles picks up a victory over Baron Corbin. Kevin Owens um, was on commentary here. Yeah, Sami Zayn coming out after to make a save. Yeah. Uh, Styles got a quick reverse powerbomb sunset flip pin here. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Sami Zayn did make the save. He hits Corbin with the Huluva kick. Kevin Owens hits him. He just kind of falls out of the ring. And then he hits AJ with the pop-up powerbomb. Yeah. And then following not, that, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say there was really not much. Yeah. Uh, this, I guess, sets up whatever they're going to do. I guess AJ Styles is number one contender. So he'll be mm-hmm. facing either Kevin Owens or Chris Jericho come payback results. Mm-hmm. Um, Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin is obviously going to be a thing. Corbin attacked Sami Zayn on Talking Smack. Shane McMahon wasn't there. Daniel Bryan wasn't there, but they fined and suspended him for it. So Baron Corbin is now suspended, giving them off a few weeks. Backlash happens at the end of May, I think. Mm-hmm. So that gives him time like for WWE to write some storylines. You know, we can only hope. It's it's May twentieth. It's a month it's a, under a month away. Yeah, but even still, I mean I I don't trust them. I just don't. The creative is just not not good. But, um, yeah. I don't know. Beat the Clock Challenge for the number one contendership of the WWE Tag Team Championships. Former Tag Team Champions, American Alpha, defeating former Tag Team Champions, the Colognes. I would have swore... I would have sworn up and down that the Colognes would have been the ones to win this. Really? A hundred percent. You just bring him to SmackDown in such a, a, a... I mean, just bring him into what was could have been a, an impactful way. Mm-hmm. You tout the fact that they're the Colognes. You tout that they're on SmackDown, that this is big, blah, blah, blah. And then they lose a number one contendership on SmackDown to the former champions. But I was disappointed when they won. Because I was like, oh, great. It just keeps being number one contender contender time for American Alpha. And the thing is, it wasn't entertaining when they were champions. Given, they were not given enough time to show what they can do as champions. It's true. I mean, it really kind of boils down to like the 205 Live thing. What do you mean? There's not enough time for the talent. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, I hate saying that. American Alpha, they didn't have a good title reign, and they're not good. All right. Well, reality-wise, they didn't have a good title reign. But they also are good. They just unfortunately got stuck with really, really uh, poor creative-wise. I mean, it's you also – I mean, a lot of people complain about Monday Night Raw having only two uh, three hours. 
And, I mean, not having just two hours, they have a third hour. Well, this is why they have three hours. Yeah. Monday Night Raw is lucky. Everybody on Monday Night Raw is pretty lucky for that. I mean, back in the day when it first happened, we were complaining about it. But no, I, mean, it was also, I don't think I don't think I was ever complaining about yeah, it. Yeah, you were because WWE so. wasn't. Go back and listen. We were all complaining about it because they didn't. They weren't properly filling the time slots. But like they were doing really dumb things. But now I feel like they are properly filling that three-hour spot. And I'm almost positive you were agree with that. Back in what two years ago, three years ago, I don't, I don't know. know. Actually, probably longer. Maybe I was complaining about it. I'm almost positive because they were really doing crummy stuff with a lot of poor storylines, mostly promos. And I think because they were kicking off Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw with a 20 to 30 minute promo. I mean, they still do that. Sometimes Monday Night Raw does drag on, but they are very lucky that they got an extra hour for pushing talent. Because SmackDown doesn't have the extra time. Yeah. They have almost just as ma- just the same amount of people on the brand, and they, they don't get used. Mm-hmm. Like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner, Mo- Mojo Rawley. Where's he? He wasn't he on was SmackDown. Just, yeah. He, got, he gets pushed to the side. Well, he, he was just in that number one contendership match. Right. And then gets pushed to the side. Yeah, which I unfortunately did. They didn't really do him and Jinder at the start of it, but but then again, you have people like Jinder, you have people like uh, Brazongo getting used. Exactly. So you got so it. It's also- all cyclical. And SmackDown. I mean, if they added an extra hour, it would be a lot smoother for, and a lot more people would be able to get used. But you know, you take the good, you take the bad. Facts yeah. of life. But uh, next up, you had a backstage segment. Not a backstage segment. Wasn't backstage. It was uh, Rusev sent in a video of him. Oh, okay, yeah. Putting down SmackDown. I don't like Shane McMahon. I don't like Daniel Bryan. And he said he's not going to show up to SmackDown until they give him a championship match at Money in the Bank. So here they have Jinder Mahal cutting into Bray Wyatt's championship storyline with Randy Orton. Now, Rusev cutting into Jinder Mahal's championship storyline with Randy Orton. Well, realistically, I can't see this going anywhere. What do you mean? They're Obviously, I, they're going to give him a championship. Money in the bank. You is, think that they're going to grant him the, a title shot? Absolutely. I can't see it happening Dude, that way. He's not going to show up until, let's see, when does he have... I can't see Shane McMahon or Daniel Bryan giving in to him saying we're not we're gonna because we want you on TV, so we're going to give you that number one contendership. David, it's April. Money in the bank's like July. Okay, and we just spoke about how there's no time for tele no time for people to be on yeah, TV. But, uh, so you're telling me that you don't think that they're gonna make him earn it? No. I think they're going to grant it for him on you see, or, or they're going to fight with it back and forth. He's not coming till July. Okay, but I still disagree with you that they're not going to have him compete to earn his number one contendership. I mean, Charlotte didn't. I Unfortunately, I was just thinking Charlotte that too. But didn't. 
It's but, a land of opportunity. You ask for it, you get it. Rusev, yeah. that's a way to keep Rusev off television. Well, I mean, yeah, but he's also injured. So. Yeah, right. So he'll come back July for, at Money in the Bank. Lana, for whatever reason, I guess she's fine. She wants to come back before then. But why at Money in the Bank? That's when he challenged it. That's when he challenged the... Challenge the, the oh, so you're not saying competing in Money in the Bank? No, he's gonna have a WWE title shot at Money in the Bank, probably. I can't see it. I think that they're gonna make him have him in a number one contendership match first. I don't see that happening. But or, even or, still, how even, is that no, no, or or it'll be something like we're not giving you a title match, but you can be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, I see. I, I will agree with you on that, and I see that more likely happening. But even still, that's cutting into these storylines. That's already a storyline. But how is that cutting? I mean, if briefly. They're already lining I mean, up the champions. They're already okay, lining but how, up. This is so stupid. But even still, you you also just mentioned that this is going to be taking place until July. Right. Well, who's so to say that to it's know, not going to be him versus Jinder Mahal? But I don't need to know who's going to be the challenger after that. Okay. Like, that I'm, doesn't make sense. I shouldn't even know bothered. that Jinder Mahal is challenging Randy Orton right now for the title. Well, they had that number one contendership. Yeah. I think that that's poor booking. I think that that is stupid that you have a number one contendership for a title that may not even be on SmackDown. Which, most likely, we still have no idea if this match is for the title. Yeah. Most likely, they're going to be like, oh, brush it, brush it under the rug. They're not gonna. They're not gonna notice. They're yeah. not gonna notice that the title's on the line or not. It was never for the championship. Men, men, uh, men in Black, the pen clip erases our memory. What are we doing here? What are we watching right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a House of Horrors match. I remember that. No, I, I, I can definitely agree with all of that. But I still think that you were like most likely to see Rusev being into. Uh, Put in that ladder match for the Money in the Bank match or something instead of a Charlotte Flair situation. But um, next up, talking about that entire well, no, we had that Divas segment, but I don't care for it. You want to say anything? Uh, Becky Lynch interviewed backstage, gets cut off by Natalia, Tamina, Carmella, Ellsworth, and they were like, "You're either with us or against us." Nexus. So we're clearly gonna get. Charlotte as a face, which makes no sense to go three on three, which sucks even more. It sucks in her being even more than her being a heel. Yeah, you're I even ne- nexus or against us. I don't want to see Charlotte as a face because she's terrible. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's going to happen. It seems like it would, uh, it's going to boil over and it's going to keep boiling over until it comes down to Becky, Charlotte, and Naomi teaming up. Take on Team PCB, Team Bad, whatever you want to call them. Team Which I I don't want to see at all. Team uh, TNEC. No, no, don't even waste your time trying to piece that together. Team Scent. How's that? C E N T. Uh, I think that is dumb. And it's unfortunate because Tamina, you bring in thinking that she's going to be a powerhouse or by herself, like a Nia Jax figure on SmackDown. And then it's just like, <coughs> just goes, she goes me. back right to being, oh, let me be AJ's bodyguard. Let me be Naomi yeah. and Sasha's bodyguard. 
She's a she is a glorified, not even glorified, she's a henchwoman. That's it. She's a sidekick. And she hasn't been given a chance to be uh, the main focus. She's just the henchman, the henchwoman. It's off it's stupid. Up but up yeah. next, something else that made no sense at all to me. You had a no disqualification match. Randy Orton defeated Eric Rowan. What was the reason for this match? What was the reason for Eric Rowan on this like losing streak? Pretty much, I think instead of the ending that it had, Bray Wyatt should have come out and cost Orton the match, or like the lights should have gone out. Rowan would have disappeared. Also, no no sign of Randy Orton or a promo on Monday Night Raw towards Bray Wyatt. Same thing with Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Yeah. No build-up whatsoever for their matches. Yeah. Yeah, at least you had Bray Wyatt cutting the promo on Raw and SmackDown. I think he had SmackDown, too. I'd like to see some attacks. But, like, like... The lights could have gone out, and all of a sudden it cuts to backstage, and Orton's, Orton's not in the ring anymore. He's instead in the House of Horrors match or whatever. Like, in the setting of the House of Horrors. Something. Does Randy yeah. Orton need another win like that? No, it makes no sense. Especially, what does Eric Rowan need another loss like this? Yeah, I don't get it, man. And tables, yeah. tables don't mean anything in WWE anymore these days even. No. Eric Rowan, we cut to commercial, Eric Rowan's through a table, comes back, Rowan's defeating, beating, beating down Orton. Yeah. How, where was that flip-flop? During a commercial break? Come on. It's stupid. But, yeah, so the main thing was Jinder Mahal coming out after the match, pretty much talking about, talking trash to Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton about to hit him with the RKO, and then the Bollywood Boys well, the DDT, come on, wasn't it? What? I'm pretty sure it was a DDT. Was it the DDT spot? Yeah, it was the rope DDT. All right, well, the rope DDT spot, uh, the Hangman DDT. Bollywood Boys interfered. Jinder Mahal steals the title and runs away with it into a giant limousine. Yeah, with a great promo. From them. Which, uh, Bollywood boys have a name change, apparently. Yeah. Instead of Gurv and Harv Sira, it's going to be Sunil and Samir Singh. So, I still won't be able to tell the difference between them. No, that's a hard, hard no. It's like the Usos. It's so difficult. Yeah. But uh, JBL on Talking Smack, he filled in for Shane and Daniel Bryan. Uh, he pushed oh, pushed uh, WWE in India. Basically saying that Jinder Mahal as WWE champion would be huge for India and huge in the Indian market. It's true. It was basically what was said on the, the news sites last week that I don't even think we said. With what? With why they would push gender so much on SmackDown like this. Oh, I, I think I mentioned it. Yeah, I think we spoke about it. You might have said it. Yeah, how India is just a huge market over there. Yeah, so JBL um, I mean, just... Prime, prime example, Great Khali. 100%, yeah. 
And they even, they had Indian uh, tryouts in India this week. Today. The guy from the Disney movie that was based on him was there. Which movie? Million Dollar Arm. It was a good movie. I'd recommend it. I'm not familiar with it. It was based off of the real life competition that they, it was like an American Idol, but for the, I think it was like American Idol, but for, uh, for baseball to see who like, cause there was no Indian baseball stars. I think he was the first. Yeah. There I think, there I think he was the first person to, to play baseball for, huh. from India. Very interesting. At least in major league baseball, at least. Would you be against Chinder Mahal winning the championship nah, if this... Not even. I wouldn't because Randy Orton, I'm done with him. I agree. I'm okay with with Jinder Mahal being champion. Do it up. Let's try something different. It's why I want Bray Wyatt to ultimately win the title, but the title's going to just be swept under the ring, not under the rug. Under the yeah. rug. I mean, after that, what's the point of this match? Why are they fighting each other? Yeah, makes no sense. Why are they fighting each other? It's stupid. Like WrestleMania was on April 2nd. Second. And we already forgot why. Yeah, he turned on him. But April 2nd, we already forgot why. Come come April 30th, we were going to forget why this was even a match. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's because Bray Wyatt was owed a rematch for the WWE Championship that he lost at WrestleMania. So now we're not going to have the title involved, though. Even though he has a rematch for the title that he lost. But well, we'll the see. Title's not online. We'll see. And this WWE, is the perfect, they, but this is also the perfect time for a character such as Sister Abigail to debut. It's not going to happen. She's dead. She's uh, ashes. We've seen it already. She's a corpse. She was Really? Because I've seen a lot of rumors leading up to this that this has been a really big thought of them – Bringing Sister Abigail to life. And who the hell is she? Who knows? We actually, realistically, we haven't seen, uh, what's her face? Um, I thought you were, I mean, I still think you might say it. <laughs> I was going to say Paige, but. No, no, no. Because remember, she was like, oh, <laughs> Paige. Sorry. Who? Uh, Mary. Uh, oh, Mary Dobson. Yeah, Mary Dobson. We haven't, we know she signed, highly touted. We haven't seen her at all. What happens if she ends up being Sister Abigail? I mean, this but is like—is she going to come out covered in ash? Like, is she going to look like Rosemary from TNA? I wouldn't think so. Like, she already kind of wrestled like that on the Indies. But I mean, I like that entire thing about how Eric Rowan—he stole the ashes, the before Randy uh, Bray, Randy Orton could do anything. Not the ashes. It would have been her her skeleton, her whatever. Her spirit. I mean, and WWE is going to be in New Orleans next year. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But I would we'll like see. Sister Abigail created. Well, I just I think that I don't as, think that this I don't I think, think that's, that this tired. I don't think this killed her off. That I think is just dumb, like suicide was. What do you mean? With oh, the video game. Well, Suicide parts. was just really. Oh, come on, that was based off of a video game. And this is based off of folklore. No, it's based off of promos. No, but it's folklore promos. It's as if, like, all of a sudden, Finn Balor's wrestling the Demon Balor. The Demon. Well, he does wrestle as the Demon Balor. Right. So I'm saying, like, it's as if 
at one point you'll see it's as like as if Dustin Rhodes wrestled Goldust. I don't think so. Yeah, that's what I think of. I don't I don't see that at all uh, or the relation. But what's your your ideas about this one? The next match to beat the uh, clock challenge. Uh, Brizango picking up the victory over Ascension. Two minutes, 36 seconds, defeating American Alpha's time. Number one contenders for the tag team titles, Brizango. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I approve. Once American hey. Alpha won, I, I swore that they would have been, that they would have gone on for the title match. Yeah. I thought for sure that they were going to have that title match, but I'm happy that Breezango are the number one contenders. Yeah, I'm glad there's now, a new team being pushed. I, I was pulling for Ascension, but I'm fine with either of these teams have, have having had one. But now my problem is I could easily see them putting this title match on SmackDown. and No, title. No, it yet. says it. It's at Backlash. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. The match is at Backlash. Well, hopefully something happens with this. Which Backlash is a month away. Yeah. So. Cool. And then the main event of SmackDown, Charlotte Flair making history. Uh, Naomi versus Charlotte for the Women's Championship went to a no contest. You know where her history came in here or no? Uh, yeah, I read about it. Uh, she's the first woman to have a main, ma- event. A main event on Raw, SmackDown, and Enic. No, pay-per-view. No. Pay-per-view. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like I you, like you, I said last week, or like I said that they might last week. I didn't know for a fact. Carmella, Natalia, Tamina, Ellsworth, coming out, stopping the match, attacking Charlotte. Attacking yeah. Naomi. And I, I don't think that this match match was as good as their last one. Naomi tried to fight back, but uh, the three of them had the upper hand because that's what happens on three-on-one situations. Not going to get pissed off, even though I kind of did piss, get pissed off there. Because no. when you're three-on-one, you shouldn't be able to come back and fight. When you're three-on-two, yeah. you shouldn't be able to come back and fight. When you're somebody like Samoa Joe, you should not be able to come back and fight from that. So stupid. But no, we could fight back from... Natalia, Tamina, and and Carmella. Yeah. Which they didn't, actually. I, I mean, they did the right thing. Well, yeah. Which it's weird. It's, it's, I, the, the end of SmackDown made way more sense than Monday Night Raw, which, I mean, that's not saying much, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm actually surprised that Randy Orton wasn't given... Seeing that payback is... This Sunday, I'm surprised that he wasn't the closer of SmackDown. And that the closing of SmackDown was... It's like the House of Horrors build-up was him versus Rowan, which makes no sense. Yeah, like I really... I mean, after that segment with Jinder leaving, I thought that it was the end of SmackDown. Until I saw the time, and I was just like, wait, what? And with... uh... Luke Harper not being on TV, maybe we'll see him show up in this House of Horrors match. You can only, I would, I would imagine, but what is he going to be doing, Luke Harper? What's his involvement? Maybe he helps Bray? I don't know, which wouldn't make sense, but. Exactly, I, I don't know. But 
All right. Uh, before we talk about payback, we had a few other wrestling events taking place this week. 205 Live. Uh, you had Tazawa and Swan picking up the victory over Dar and Kendrick. Tony Nese picking up the victory over Mustafa Ali. Uh, thanks to Drew Gulak. He came in. Uh, Gulak. Gulak. Uh, t- came in causing a DQ by pretty much saving Tony Nese from getting hit with that. What Which, is it? A 50? No. It, it doesn't make sense, though. It's the reverse 450. Reverse 450. But it doesn't make sense because they're like they we've seen them associate with each other. Who? Gulak and Nice. Uh-huh. So somebody like if a tag team partner pulls you out of the match or an associate, we've seen this and we've complained about how they don't get DQ'd. Yeah, but on the other hand, this is totally different, but I don't think that there's enough time between to separate them as a team. And also He's touting no fly zone. Nice is dope. He does high flying moves. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, his finisher is off the turnbuckle. But I don't think that he's intentionally helping Nice. It just uh, Ali. Right, it's going against Ali. Yeah, but and then in the main event, you had Neville uh, defending that championship against Jack Gallagher, picking up the victory though. Um. NXT-wise, you had Drew McIntyre picking up the victory over Andrade Almas with the Claymore. Uh, Claymore. And this match ended up breaking down because they got a, uh, Andrade Almas was staring, him, staring down Drew McIntyre at, in the gym. Very awkward way to start anything. Uh, you had Aleister Black. That's, what, that's what happened with Randy Orton. That's true. <laughs> uh, Aleister Black picking up a victory over Kona Reeves with Black Mass. Uh, Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross went to a no contest, not even making it to the ring. Um, but because there was no winner of this match and no number one contender for the women's championship for facing Aksa. Uh, what, what is it, her, her name? Asuka. Asuka. Uh, for facing Asuka, uh, William Regal announced that next week is going to be a number one women, uh, number one contendership for the women's uh, championship in a battle royal. So I guess we're going to see a lot of familiar faces during that one. That should be fun. And then the main event, UK title online, Tyler Bate defeating Gallagher. Gallagher getting two championship uh, number one uh, matches in one week. Back-to-back nights. Yeah, different championships, too. Has that ever happened before? Has anyone in WWE history gotten a chance to challenge for one title one night and then the day after challenge for a completely different title? What about challenging for two different titles the same night? I don't think that counts. Because it's the same. I mean, we've seen that before. But what about back-to-back days? Or two different times in the same week? Uh, that's had to have happened before. I don't know. I don't know about this back-to-back deal. But Yeah, I'm going to say it had to have happened before. I don't know. But WWE Payback will be taking place this Sunday, April 30th, at the SAP Center in San Jose, California. 
This is, of, of course, from folklore, from the arena that uh, Bailey went to as a child. Yeah. She grew up here going to this arena. Or so they say. Which, I mean, well, I mean, it, yeah, well, the San Jose area. Yeah. It opened in 93, so. And Bailey's, uh, Bailey's not that old. No, she's a youngin. I wouldn't say super young, but she's she's my age. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're pushing thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but we both t- will turn twenty eight this year. Yeah. It's so weird that she's my age. That's weird. Yeah. So, all right, let's run down this card. Uh, before we even start on the pre-show, we're going to be seeing Ms. TV mm-hmm. with Finn Balor. So once again, floating. Floating yeah. Ballard just going to be on the pre-show with Finn, with Ms. TV. Also taking place on the pre-show, we have a tag team match. Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Enzo going to be able to recover from the attack. Cool. Uh, taking, taking on Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, you know... I'm going to say Cass and Enzo. The match makes originally sense in general. I, originally, I put down the club winning. But then I switched both because of how they had that attack and then cast Solo in the ring. But then, I don't know why, but I switched over to Cass and Amori pick up the victory. What you want me to be interested in is you have Miss TV segment, or you don't even... First of all, you have... You start with the tag team match. Tag team match happens. Balor appears. Takes out Enzo and Cass. Helps the club win. Huh. I don't know if they would necessarily do that because it's not on the full pay-per-view. But then you have Miz TV, and then you, then instead of getting Balor, you get the club and Balor. Yeah. And then the Balor club happens. Bullet club happens. Interesting. I don't see that happening, but... Yeah. Uh, singles match taking place. You got Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. I don't even care about this match. I, I, like, I literally have no... Not a care in the world. I'm going Samoa Joe. Neither. Just of because if he doesn't sense. win, what's the point? Just because I don't see Samoa Joe, like I don't, they doing nothing with Joe. I'm gonna say Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins went from the biggest win, quote unquote, of his career, slaying the King at WrestleMania. Haven't seen Triple H since then. To tagging up with Cass and Finn Balor in a random tag match. Yeah. yeah um, I'm gonna all right, say so- Rollins. I, I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe, even though I'm still torn with it. Um, all right, it's a next, really terrible feud. It really is. I agree. Uh, Roman Reigns take it on Braun. I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns, and I'm I hate saying it. Gonna have to say Reigns as well. Like, and what stinks is I think that Braun needs to win this match. I don't think there's any way around this. The only way that he loses this match is if he completely loses his mind and just refuses to listen to the referee and just goes after Roman Reigns constantly. But unfortunately, is he going to be a spear or Superman punch, a few Superman punches, and Reigns picking up that victory? For the Cruiserweight Championship, you have the champion Neville defending that title against... Austin Aries, I'm going to say Austin Aries, which I hope it's still Neville, but I agree. There has with to be you. a reason why they're doing number one contender back to back is him. 
I agree with you. I'm going with Austin Aries. The pay per view is payback. I'm saying that. And what's your what's your reasoning for Enzo and Cass? I have no idea. I just they treat the club like garbage. Uh-huh. They treat both teams like garbage, but more so the club. Where's the what's the next pay per view? The next pay per view for Raw? Yeah. Is um what's after backlash? Extreme rules? Extreme rules in May. Uh is it May? No, June fourth. Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. I don't know. I, I put down club, and then I crossed that out. Went with Cass and Enzo. But the thing is, I can't justify <laughs> either one. I like how that was like threw you off. Was Baltimore, Maryland? Oh no, I, I'm going to stick with Enzo and, and Cass. But even still, I can't. I can't defend either tag team winning. You I mean, know? it's the same thing with Rollins and Joe. Yeah. Neither of them should lose, but neither of them can win. Yeah. Totally. Um, next up, let's talk about the women's title. Uh, Bailey defending against Alexa Bliss. I I'm gonna say am Bailey. going. Huh? I'm gonna say Bailey. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Bliss. Alexa. I'm gonna say Bliss. I'm gonna say yeah. uh, Alexa. You're going Bailey. I'm going Bliss. Bailey, yeah, I Bailey. think that Sasha Banks is going to mess over Bailey. Mess cost over her that title. Yeah, who says mess over? I don't know, but I see Bailey pick uh, Bliss picking up that victory. Um, Why would they right. start a SummerSlam feud? Well, like I said, I don't think the <laughs> yeah. title has to be involved, and I think Alexa Bliss. Yeah, and then she'll get a rematch or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think Sasha can defeat. Bailey can cost her the match, or even Sasha Banks just comes out to the ringside. So then that's gonna, but that's gonna be like three women matches at SummerSlam again. Maybe, but hold on. So what about like Sasha Banks comes out like, and she is about to help Bailey, but decides you know what, do it on your own, and then she loses to Bliss, and then it becomes one of those things where Sasha on promo says like, you see, this is a. Uh, Everyone's well, no, right because then okay. that would have to be for the title. But the, if you, you make the promo about the title, thing. what? It doesn't have to be. I, I never mentioned the title. Well, well you're, were you not going to say you see you can't do it on your own? Yeah. So but then you that can't, has to be for the title. I don't think it has to be on the title. She loses the title because Sasha didn't help her. I don't know. Sasha, I think, say, I think in that sense, title. You can't maintain this title because I am not by your side. And then Bailey is, you're totally wrong. I I could do this on my own. I did this on my own. They feud while on the side. Alexa Bliss's champion does her thing, and then come towards SummerSlam, you have whatever meet up. Because this uh, Bailey and Sasha doesn't have to be at SummerSlam. I know you would like it to, but there's also like you just said, there's another pay per view where we have to do something with. No, I want that for. <laughs> I mean, come SummerSlam, it could or at be at least Bliss. at least take place at least take place on Monday Night Raw after I SummerSlam. Mean, I mean, you can still have Bliss win the championship this Sunday. Have Bailey and Sasha feud because Sasha didn't help 
Bailey to prove her point. And then come SummerSlam, you end up with a triple threat match between Bliss, Bailey, Banks at SummerSlam. No, I don't want that. I would. If, if there's a match with Bailey and Bliss, I mean a Bailey and Sasha singles, I want. I I don't. Why for I, the Raw wait, Tag why? Team Championships? Is it just Mark Dreams or like no, why? Because there's no reason for it to be triple threat. We've seen that at WrestleMania, kind of. All right. Well, I all right. Well, yeah, at WrestleMania. House of Horrors match for I was going for the Tag Team Championships. Whichever, it doesn't matter. Tag Team Championship. Yeah, Sheamus and Cesaro looking to capture those tag team titles from the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I'm saying Hardy Boys retain. Yeah, it's hard not to say the Hardy Boys here. Yeah, definitely the Hardy Boys retaining. And you know what? I just realized Club and Amori Cass isn't for the title, tag team title. So yeah, I'm solidifying Cass Enzo. For some reason, I thought Club was still champions. Uh, well, I don't know why, but... I, I, I don't know, but in my mind, I was still thinking that they were champions, which was making it even more difficult. But, yeah, I'm solidified with that now. One SmackDown match taking place on this Wait, Raw you choosing? pay-per-view, the Hardy Boys. Okay. Taking place on this Raw pay-per-view, you have a singles match for the United States Championship, where if for some reason Chris Jericho wins the title, he'll be going to SmackDown. Instead of the championship going to Raw like they originally had with the House of Horrors match. I'm going Kevin Owens. I have to say Kevin Owens as well. Chris Jericho is probably on his way out. And I just can't see the reasoning for him going to SmackDown. Uh, I mean, pretty much you would just be rehashing so many feuds that ha- and storylines that have already happened with him over there. What do you see being the main event even here? Reigns and Strowman? Jericho KO? I'm going to go House of Horrors, the championship. Which uh, they, they said is going to start out backstage and work its way to the ring. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see play out. But uh, Bray Wyatt, Orton. I'm going Randy we Orton. We don't know if it's for the WWE championship. Yeah, up in the air. Um, okay, regardless, that's one. I'm going WrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Yeah, I'm going it's, Randy Orton. That's terrible. That's an awful loss for Bray Wyatt. Agreed. Um, I mean, I can I easily know. see WWE being like, you know what, we'll do it for Bray. But like, there, it, 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 like this, like it's so WWE that I could see it happening where like the match takes place and it's like, well, this was going to be for the WWE Championship, however. Randy Orton no longer has the title. Jinder Mahal stole it. So it can't be for the title. I yeah. can see WWE doing some stupid stuff like that. Um, I'm oh, gonna yeah. say, I'm, you know what? I just, I'm going to say Bray Wyatt against my better judgment. Wow. It's a well, House I of Horrors match, a match that he came up with. It's so stupid if Randy Orton wins this. Yeah, I hope that you're correct. It just wouldn't, it doesn't make sense. All right, we actually have a lot of matches picked differently. I'll probably so, be on the full on the board wrong. You'll what's be that? Right. I'll say I'll, I'll probably full, be fully wrong. You'll be right. I don't know. Hopefully you're correct with Bray Wyatt, and hopefully, yeah, Bray but with Bliss. Any shameless plugs? Shameless.
Shameless Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us this week. Wrestling. Jonathan, go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Also, go check out Chris, good old Christopher. Go follow him at pure underscore genius. Um, yeah, thank you very much for putting us out there. Also, you should go check out Canuck Pro. That's right, brand new wrestling promotion. Going to be having events November 17th, 18th in Calgary. December 8th and 9th in uh, Langley and December 16th in Calgary again. And they have a bunch of shows and matches booked. Some of them being Chelsea Green taking on Joey Ryan, Keith Lee taking on Rick Phoenix, uh, Dick Togo is booked, and so much more. Brian Cage taking on Abyss. So go check out the brand new Canuck, Canuck Pro at Canuck Pro. Hey, Brandon. Any... Buddy else to promote? Of course there is. How can we forget about Eric at Montreal Broski? MTL Broski, that is. Go follow him on Twitter. Go follow Kayfabe Today Podcast because he does that podcast. And they are a good listen. And also go check him out on YouTube. YouTube YouTube.com slash first thing in the morning show. Awesome, fun Let's Plays. Let's see him do uh, Outcast 2. Uh, Outlast 2. Let's see that game going all right well branded any shout outs brandon shout outs robert de niro first shout out it's going to sandy wexler uh it's an adam sandler yeah why uh well got some i mean it's not the greatest film of all time uh but it's got it's got to be a record for the most cameos in there, I would definitely recommend you watching it if you're a fan of Adam Sandler. If you're not a fan of uh, newer Adam Sandler movies, there might be some stuff in there for you with uh, cameo-wise. Huh. Interesting. Uh, next up is going to Mario Kart 64. Now, do you get it or no? The Mama yeah. Bia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's getting a second shout-out. Uh, played a bunch of it this past week. Is it not the greatest game ever? It totally is. I was disappointed. I still, I see, I see. Uh, Mario Kart Seven for Nintendo Switch came out like today, or something. But like, they don't have these classic N sixty four levels for their battle modes. I'm a big fan of the uh, N64 level uh, game. The battle modes are awesome. It would be great if that if they had if they released Mario Kart 64 with uh, more battle levels with these levels with better graphics and stuff. So basically, what they did with the Switch, but which was on Wii U too, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Mario Kart 64, great game. N64 is a great system. That it is. And last up is going to two different places, getting anti-shoutouts. One being Starbucks. We didn't discuss it last week, but there's stupid drinks people are freaking out over. Oh, the unicorn? Yeah. Uh, Stupid. Dumb. I hate Starbucks. I've hated them for for years. Um, Yeah. 
And like for years, I mean like the nineties I've hated them since then, probably. I was actually ready to get one, but I turned it down. Good, because you would have been on the list. Turned down the offer. I've only been into Starbucks like four times in my lifetime. Each time mm-hmm. I've I've hated it. Never gotten anything from them. Uh huh. But every time I go in with like friends or something, has to be more yeah. than four, maybe six, under ten, definitely. Hate them. Mm. I hate Starbucks. But I think that it's overpriced, and I I I just can't tell the difference. One hundred percent overpriced. For everything on their menu is overpriced. Uh, yeah. The second anti shout out in this one anti shout out going to Nordstrom. They're selling stupid jeans with fake mud on it for four hundred and twenty five dollars. This is 2017. Yeah. I don't like, I don't understand. People buy clothing with ri- like fake rips and everything or predetermined rips. So stupid. Why? Why are you wearing clothes like that? Yeah, I saw that too and I do not I don't get it. it makes Why? No sense. It makes absolutely no sense. People I just don't I don't get I don't get people today. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Yeah. But it's, moving it's on, bogus. yeah, moving on from that, I don't understand who would pay four hundred twenty-five dollars for for jeans like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like the new thing, like acid-washed jeans. Yeah, I'm with them. I don't know. It's stupid. I, I don't understand that. Or people that buy like Timberlands uh, or like like construction boots and keep them in mint condition instead of getting them dirty. I don't get it. Yeah. Well. But my shout-outs, anti-shout-outs, now it's time for our Markout Moment of the Week. That is right, our Markout Moment of the Week. Uh, any Markout Moments for you? No, but I know you have a few. Uh, well, one came from my shout-outs from Sandy Wexler. There's a scene in there where one of Sandy's clients is a pro wrestler, played by Terry Crews. And the actor that they got to portray the opponent for him is Rikishi. Huh. Yeah. What was his name in it? I don't know. But uh, he's also, he's actually not the only wrestler in the film. Interesting. As a literally small micro-sized cameo where you can't even see him, but I know it's him, David Otunga. Is this what he's been uh, practicing? No. What he's been practicing? He's rehearsing? What do you mean rehearsing? Uh, I don't know. They had on YouTube him rehearsing somewhere. Oh, maybe. I don't know. He was yeah. uh, like a news reporter in this film. Huh. Obviously, his wife has a much bigger part. She's starring in it. Very cool. But yeah. And then uh, it has to go to Wendy's on Twitter that we discussed earlier on the show. Because they used that Jim Ross line <laughs> where it goes... Uh, what does he say? Climb the ladder, kid. Make yourself famous. That's that sounds funny. that's dead on. 
I thought that was funny. And then also, uh, you saw it, I know. Uh, is it is it Chris Coglin? I think? Home run? Or not home run, just a run against the Cardinals the other night? The way that he hit the hit home plate? Uh-huh. I thought I popped for that big time. It was like, like some Lucha stuff there. What do you mean? The way he hit the, the home plate, jumping over the... the oh, oh, yeah, where he ju- did the Willie Mays Hayes move. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's like Bam roasted to the, to the catcher. Bends down to get the ball, and the dude jumps completely over him. Yeah, clears him. Yeah. That was awesome. Completely. I popped for that. Yeah. So, that was our show. Take us home. Country Well, rooms. well, well. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your support. Uh, yeah. So go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Please buy a t-shirt. You can go follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. Uh, you li- could listen to all of our past episodes, MarkinOut.com, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. What else is there? Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, MarkinOut.com. I think that's it. Episode 325. Facebook. Facebook already said that one. But YouTube. YouTube.com slash MarkinOut11. If you want to be a musical interlude, send us an email, MarkinOut1 at gmail.com. And also, I hate www.com when they try to be dirt sheets. We wish you the best luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.